Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. WTAW News time is four minutes after eight. It is 37 degrees. News is presented by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. They buy, sell, and trade gold and silver, diamonds and jewelry, watches and collectible coins, and consistently pay the most. Learn more at davidsjewelryandcoins.com. Good morning, I'm Chelsea Reber. The Bryan City Council approves rezoning land along the northbound freeway feeder road from University to just south of Briarcrest. Mayor Bobby Gutierrez thanked those behind the scenes for creating a future plan development district. All right, well, I'd like to say thank you for all the team that's been involved in working on this. We've been looking for something to come in here for quite a long time, and this is the first step in that process. According to the city's background information, the property owner is allowed to locate a carnival, a microbrewery or distillery, a winery, a pocket park, and or a recording studio. Bryan City Council members last night approved without public discussion an economic development agreement involving downtown property on North Main. The owners of the former Kimball Feed Building will be getting up to $250,000 towards an ongoing renovation project. Conditions of getting city money include completing construction by May 1st and having a taxable value of $2.5 million by next year. According to the city's background information, planned uses include a downtown visitor center and leasing space for arts and cultural exhibits and retail businesses. The newest branch of the U.S. military now has a relationship with Texas A&M. The U.S. Space Force this week announced A&M is a lead agency for one of two new space strategic technology institutes that will be sharing $50 million. The chairman of A&M's mechanical engineering department, Rob Ambrose, says the focus of their work involves space robotics and spacecraft operations for the Space Force. What they really wanted was to make sure that any new ideas that we developed in the university setting can get infused into to a current proposal or a, you know, an activity of one of the big companies that are, are building spacecraft for them. Ambrose thanked AM's president and the system chancellor for the priority they're placing on space research. Our new president laid out his vision for the university, and, and space was one of the top three research initiatives. And the chancellor has been extremely supportive of engaging with the U.S. Space Force. He's met with them and and helped us in forming this relationship. His group includes professors from eight other institutions, including the University of Texas and Prairie View and representatives from the private sector. One organization that published information about Texas A&M's Cutter campus that A&M's president described as false and irresponsible has issued a response. The Institute for the Study of Global Antisemitism and Policy stands by its comprehensive report which details what it considers the confidential business academic agreement granting the Qatar regime unprecedented control over A&M's academic research, standards, faculty, students, access to personal information of staff and students, curriculum, and budgets. Read the Institute's news release and its report along with President Welsh's statement at WTAW.com. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. 
Yesterday's Brazos County Commission meeting ended with a long-range weather forecast from Commissioner Chuck Conderla. Sunday's low is 25, Monday's is 15, Tuesday's is 21. Conderla made a reference to winter storm Uri three years ago in preparing for next week's forecasted conditions. Fuel up the vehicles over the coming days. Make sure you have the food and meds in your home that you need just in case we have a, a problem with the grid like we've seen before. Next week's forecast does not include the snow and ice that came with winter storm Uri in February of 2021. Now is the time to nominate minority-owned businesses for the Bryan College Station Chamber of Commerce Community Impact Award. A lot of times they don't get the recognition that they deserve, so we'll be giving out those awards. Chamber President Glenn Brewer says nominations can be made through next Monday by going to the Chamber's website. Recipients will be recognized at a luncheon on February 27th. WTAW news time is eight minutes after eight. It's 37 degrees. News is presented by David's Jewelry and Coin Exchange. More news at 830 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. It is 810. It's the Infomaniacs. It's a Wednesday morning. Glad you're with us. We're in the WC Tractor Studio. Your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. And the weather's brought to you by Malik Heating and Air. They can eliminate the toughest odors guaranteed or your money back. Restore comfort to your home. Malik, feel the difference. Look for a lot of sunshine today after a chilly start. Temperatures make it to the mid-60s this afternoon. Breeze will be picking up this afternoon as well. Mostly clear overnight, 45. Plenty of sun Thursday, milder, low 70s. Increasing clouds Thursday night. Showers and thunderstorms after midnight, ending by daybreak, 40 by morning. Mostly sunny, windy, chilly Friday, 50 to 55. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. Yeah, I guess your stuff done if you got to be outside because it's just not going to be nice especially next week 811 going to try to talk to our winner this morning ask them about their best hour of the day and mm-hmm. see if we can get them to make that prize choice right away no they don't have to really oh this is sounding like a voicemail yeah it is like unfortunate okay well anyway you can um come on come on come on come on, come on. Get, get the talk going You've reached Gloria. Oh, Gloria. Oh, yeah. Hey, Gloria, it's Scott. And Chelsea. And Sean. It's the Infomaniacs, and you are our winner today. Congratulations for that. And, you know, it's kind of a special winner situation because we have a prize choice for you. Now, we've got uh, really, in addition to the mouse pad, which, of course, you win, we've got, uh, you know, nail clippers or a uh, retractable tape measure. And you can see these, right? Yeah, you can. You can go to Facebook or Twitter. We've got pictures of them. Yep. So make your choice from that. Get back in touch with us, and uh, we'll make arrangements. Thanks, Gloria. Appreciate Bye, you Gloria. listening. Yeah. Thanks. All right. What was her uh, best hour? Ooh, I just. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. Okay. Well, <laughs> Trying to right. do too many things ah, at once. No, 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 no. I got it. She mentioned that she likes 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. because okay. her kiddo is usually outside playing or doing something else. She finally, she doesn't have to make dinner quite yet. Uh-huh. She finally gets to just kind of sit and do something for herself during that hour. She's a teacher, but she's also an introvert, introvert, so it allows her just to have some time to herself. There you go. Yeah, no, a great right. hour of the day. No matter what hour. January is just a time when we need sunshine in our lives. Uh-huh. Uh, simply because we talked about, I think next Monday is supposed to be the Blue Monday. Worst the day. The worst day of the year. All of those things happen. At least we get it over with quickly, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. It's Monday and then the rest of the week can get better. The, now, But the deal is also, you're having to get stuff together 
to either do your taxes yourself or take them to somebody to mm-hmm. do. And, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to find some little glimmer or bright spot <laughs> there. Well, if you've been spending a few bucks or maybe more than a few bucks each week trying to win the Powerball, remember, you can deduct your lottery losses from your taxes. Now, there are certain conditions that have to be met. The uh, IRS allows you to deduct gambling losses, including lottery losses, only if you itemize your deductions. you got to do a Schedule A 1040, okay? Um, However, the amount of losses you can deduct is limited to the amount of gambling income you report, okay? Income against losses. This means, like, if you won $2,000 but you lost $5,000, you could itemize the deduction limited up to $2,000. You can't use that remaining $3,000. Oh, gotcha. So IRS requires you to keep records of your winnings and losings, so don't tear up those lottery tickets that you've been, or throw them in your glove compartment or do something like that, and at the end of the year, you've got a whole wad of them, and you can maybe, you know, get a little break there. All that because we're going to die. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Consumer Reports tested 85 foods for plasticizers, the chemicals that make plastic more durable and flexible. They've been linked to health concerns. They analyzed 67 store foods and 18 fast foods and found BPA and other, I think they're called bifith, uh, let me try, bisphenols. That's it, bisphenols. Okay. These are these bisphenols. About 80% of them, uh, or they were in 80% of the samples. So we are, we are taking this stuff in. They also found stuff called phylate. Hmm. Phylates were found in every single food stuff with the sole exception of seltzer drink. Now, this stuff... You need it. If you want to get scared and read about it, that's fine. They're itty-bitty. They're like a thousand times smaller than a human hair, okay? They can get into your blood system, and they apparently can kill you. And the deal is it's worse during the warm weather. Fortunately, that's not happening anytime soon. The bifistanols is spelled, in case you need it, B-I-S-P-H-E-N-O-L-S. Okay, and then the phylates mm-hmm. is uh, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-S. Riveting radio these, back these, here. <laughs> these are things we need to avoid, but yes. they're in everything. They are in everything. Okay, good. Just want to let you know, bad stuff, bad stuff, and so it's there. All right, it's Consumer Electronics Show. Whoop. Weird stuff. How about clothes that will shock you? Clothes okay, oh, oh, why that do we will need actually that? shock you. Yes, these are workout clothes that will shock you. And we've talked about their places oh, yeah. where you can go to get a stimulation of your muscles while right. you exercise. Right. And it's supposed to change the uh, the output and that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Right. Okay. So this new product uh, at, at the Vegas show, uh, 2020 version of this gadget. And actually, apparently, uh, this kind of thing's been around for a while. But this brand is called WeStim. W-E-S-T-I-M. Okay. Spelling. And it shocks. And apparently, they're just a little bitty shocks. And they say you don't even feel them. Okay. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Uh, so they've got a tiny uh, bit of silver that is stitched in to the fabric to take the static electricity from your movement and deliver little microcurrents to your muscles. Huh, interesting. And it's like mini flexing, I guess? They, well, is that what it does? Well, they claim that what it will do is it reduces your fatigue 6%. Oh, okay. Improves your performance up to... 30%. Wow. They, huh. they say that it will also help you recover post-workout. Interesting. Yeah. Available online. Costs 60 to to 100 bucks, so wow. they're not exactly yeah. cheap. 
But again, this is one of those things where it's the first rollout. And so, you know, you never know. It, it, <laughs> like, who wants to be the guinea pig for right. this? Like, and these things, like, you, burst into flames for, sometimes. Yeah. From, from somebody who has worn sweaty leggings and has had to take them off yeah. after a workout, not the easiest thing to do. Sure. So if you get stuck in these things and they're electrocuting you, <laughs> good luck getting those bad boys well, off. That's the thing. If it's static electricity that's driving them, right. then as you take them as off, you're going to be off, doing right. that. I can't, I can't, oh, oh, God, please oh, cut them oh, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's wow. this. Then there's this in your workout world. A new study claims that smoking weed before working out can boost motivation. And well, yeah. <laughs> what? Because yeah. you're just like super chill about it, man. Because you're like, oh, here's a gym motor, okay? Dude, welcome to Acapulco Gold's Gym, where lifting isn't the only thing that's elevated. Picture this, the scent of success in the air. You get that extra spark and that runner's high, all courtesy of Acapulco Gold's. Embrace the green, feel the burn. Blaze your trail to fitness today. It's not just a gym, it's a lifestyle. Okay, so but, but, so so most of times before workouts, yeah. people say you want like a like a, a stimulant, like right. caffeine or right. something to go sure, get right, a good right, workout. Right, and yeah. they're saying the, yeah, the other way. They say yep. it the other way. Now they're you people. want a depressant. See, there's a study out there for everything. Just remember Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Get this. Colorado apparently. I don't know if it came with the new year or what, but Colorado has lifted its ban on importing and possessing Louisiana crawfish. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. You couldn't have crawfish? Apparently not. Also known as red swamp crayfish for, uh, huh. red, uh, swamp crayfish for human consumption. The ban had been in place for years and was only discovered earlier last year. Oh, so people were probably still doing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. somebody was cited for illegal importation. Oh. No way. Yep. Colorado Parks and Wildlife changed their rules recently, allowing Coloradans now to go ahead and have crawfish. Gotta boils. have the crawdads. And... <laughs> I don't know why, because there can't be a competing product. There's no competing product in in yeah, I doubt Colorado it. that would be in like in Colorado. Crawfish. No, yeah. I, I don't think so. Man, just saying. Okay, very huh. interesting. A little bit unusual. I got a friend in Colorado too. I need to text him. You've you been have you been deprived of right. crawfish? Well, but I wonder if you know if it's even a big thing. Right, Tony Shashri's like may here. not even be there. Maybe yeah. yeah. oh, crawfish no. boil there. A Who's, crawfish boil. Yeah, no telling. Oh, we're getting close to that season again. Yes, as a matter of fact. So Twitter has uh, turned into a swamp of conspiracy theorists and <laughs> fake accounts run by bots. Mm-hmm. Uh, there apparently be, it seems to be proof. There's a, a, a user out there on Blue Sky, which is a smaller social platform mm-hmm. similar to Twitter, uh, who shared a screenshot of a bunch of tweets that does seem to reveal a, ten, a ton of bots out there. And, of course, that's one of the things that Elon Musk was talking right, about. Right, he was going to try to get rid of them. Yeah, and so I don't know that he's uh, obviously been able to. Did he try to float an idea that, like, for five bucks a month you could be certified? Or yeah, well, not? he was going to – yeah, I mean, I think you still had to pay for the blue check, but he was going to yeah. make all members pay at least, like, a dollar or two, something that required humans to pay money, the therefore – yeah, and then, obviously, if you didn't pay, got rid of you, hoping to get rid of the millions of bots that are right. out there. Apparently, it's not there yet if you happen to be one of those people who uses them. WTAW News Time is 831. It's 40 degrees. News is presented by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. And now your local source for Landmaster, American-made UTVs built to conquer the outdoors. Find yours today at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. 
Vacant land along the east side of the freeway in Bryan from University to just south of Briarcrest is no longer zoned for agriculture. Bryan Mayor Bobby Gutierrez had the only public comments as the council last night approved rezoning for a future planned development district. I thank you guys for continuing to invest in our community. We really appreciate you doing this going forward with it. What cannot be built on the more than 90 acres, according to background information from the city, are multi-unit housing, a pawn shop, a tattoo or piercing business, or an adult entertainment business. More than 11 years ago, the Bryan City Council approved an economic development agreement where the city would return a portion of sales tax money to the corporation that was responsible for bringing a Walmart to the city's west side. Last night, the council, without discussion, agreed to amend the agreement that gives the developer one payment of $2.5 million. The original agreement called for the developer to get up to $5 million over a 15-year period, but state law prohibited the city from disclosing how much sales tax was generated by the store, and the developer was not able to get that information. The U.S. Space Force has chosen Texas A&M to lead one of two new Space Strategic Technology Institutes. Forming the partnership of nine institutions and representatives of the private sector is the chairman of A&M's Mechanical Engineering Department, Rob Ambrose. We've got a wonderful industrial team, one of the best groups of university uh, researchers I've ever seen, and our government partners are, are highly motivated. So I think we've got all the ingredients to really make a difference here in, uh, in space robotics and in space operations. Ambrose says the Space Force project expands on the capabilities of a dual spacecraft simulator that he began with funding from the state and the A&M system. The other universities bring ideas to A&M. We'll be able to test them on our, our, our spacecraft simulator. And then this is the exciting part. If any of those actually work, then you know we can transfer them to companies and to the, the Space Force labs where they could be tested on actual spacecraft. The Space Force allocated $50 million for the work that will be done by the group led by A&M and a group led by the University of Cincinnati. References to the Boy Scouts were part of yesterday's Brazos County Commission meeting. Sounds like a Boy Scout making a be prepared statement there. I have to tell you, I admire that as a, as a scout myself. Eagles do what Eagles do. Steve Aldrich was reacting to Chuck Condorla's request to residents to prepare for sub-freezing temperatures next week. Check on your neighbors, particularly maybe your elderly neighbors or those that are not able to get around very well, and let's all be ready for this freeze coming. Unlike winter storm Uri three years ago, the forecast for next week does not include chances for snow and ice. Nominations are being accepted for the annual Bryan College Station Chamber of Commerce Community Impact Awards. This is where we actually honor some of our minority businesses for what they do to the community. Chamber President Glenn Brewer says nominations can be submitted on the Chamber's website through next Monday. Go to bcschamber.org for information. It will tell you our former winners. It will tell you the criteria for nominating someone and we'll be accepting nominations. Recipients will be recognized at a luncheon on February 27th. WTAW news time is 834. It's 40 degrees. News is presented by Aggie Land Golf Cars. More news anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. 837, let's have a look at the weather. It's brought to you this morning by United Roofing and Sheet Metal, home of the Duralast Roof System, world's best roof. Give them a call at 268-ROOF. Go to unitedroofingpros.com. 
Look for a sunny day today. Temperatures will be warming up into the mid-60s. The breeze will be kicking up this afternoon. Mostly clear, about 45 overnight. Mostly sunny, milder, low 70s Thursday. Clouds arrive Thursday night. Showers and storms after midnight and by morning, 40. Mostly sunny Friday, windy and chilly, high in the low to mid-50s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. It's the Info Maniacs. It's 838, and uh, Congressman uh, Michael McCall is going to join us in just a minute. I didn't get the chance to call his office, so it's kind of on me. So we're waiting on the Congressman. He'll call us in, uh, in just a minute. In the meantime, you know, we can have the uh, mayor of College Station step in. John Nichols here this morning. How are you today? I'm always here to fill in. I, I, as a great fill-in uh, when it comes to that. So, yeah, if you uh, if, let's uh, let's get started first, I guess, from your standpoint. You've got uh, a meeting coming up on Thursday. Can you kind of give us a sneak peek as to what that agenda looks like? Yeah, it's a pretty routine meeting. Uh, we've got a number of uh, purchase approvals, contract things to finalize, that, that sort of stuff. And then conditional use permit on a, uh, a cell tower, and I think there's an easement uh, uh, that we're giving up for, for some property that's being developed somewhere. I don't see anything uh, really uh, contentious there. I do see uh, a workshop item. We have one workshop item on uh, Cali Station Utilities Electric Department, and they're going to give us an overview, kind of a semi-annual update on services from our electric group. Sure. Um, by the way, so uh, we have rescheduled the congressman for tomorrow. Uh, okay. So they asked to do that. So I said, sure, we can do that. Let's talk about College Station Utilities a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, all right, we're going to have a cold snap and that people get concerned when that kind of thing happens. Uh, clearly, that's something that probably somebody would like to hear. Uh, how College Station uh, Utilities is prepared for that? Actually, they're already thinking about it. They have been for two or three days because they had a management retreat planned ah. for Tuesday and Wednesday the off-site, and I believe the conversation a couple days ago was, we need to do that here so all of our department heads are physically here. Uh, I don't see at this point a lot of precipitation at during that time, mm-hmm. but I think uh, they made a little bit of adjustment in some of their day-to-day stuff in order to have everybody here. It's a, it's something we look, look at every year. I mean, sure. the staff has to be ready, particularly public works. Water, waste, water, uh, wastewater, and, and electrical people all have to be on 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 call and public safety because you that fire and and uh, slippery roads sure. brings public safety into it. Right. Well, I think actually the water department probably needs to worry more because we know it's going to that that is going to be a very different <laughs> situation, and we're going to have a lot of cold weather in a lot of parts of Texas. It you know they seem to make us feel comfortable over in Austin that they've got all that under control. And I guess they do until they don't, right? So we kind of move on. We from there. hope they've hardened the uh, gas supply system yeah. into those uh, peak plants. Yep. Yes, yeah. that's a big problem. And I think they've, they've made some trust, uh, progress in all of that, I'm sure. We've got some major major traffic changes that are happening this week over on Welburn Road, of course. You're finally going to get that Deacon opening right there that hasn't been there. The cane will close, but also you changed out some, you're changing some light signals out over there. That's a... I guess this is a good time to do it when the students aren't there, but it kind of inconveniences those of us who live in College Station, you know, 12 months a year. Inconvenience? Inconvenience is when you were building that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the convenience and the payoff now comes yeah. of having another uh, crossing across the railroad tracks that's uh, connected to a four-way traffic signal system that's uh, uh, well integrated with the rest of our traffic signals, and that's what the Rock Prairie and Deacon connections 
rail signals and traffic signals all coordinating at all four of those kind of pieces. Mm-hmm. So that's I think that we're looking forward to that. That's a real great uh, uh, step forward. So tell me where we are as far as the drones and Amazon. We haven't really, I mean, I saw a lot of them in October or November, I guess, in December, and now, I don't know. A good thing that you brought that up, the January, what did it be, 25th meeting of City Council, second meeting of January, we have a workshop item where the Amazon folks will be there, and they're bringing one of their managers in from Seattle, and uh, we're going to have a report from them and from staff about oversight about their progress, their issues, and it's an open meeting, it's a workshop, so there'll be public comments available. And I'm encouraging anybody that has uh, interest in that, uh, either side, to uh, to come and, uh, and listen to that presentation and ask the questions right there. Sure. Uh, I know you had a, a presentation not too long ago from uh, Visit College Station, and what what the, what's 2024 look like for College Station as far as they believe when it comes to tourists and uh, hotel nights? Well... The new SEC weekends in the fall, particularly yeah. the Texas weekend, is a big deal. Uh, I think it's uh, moving forward fine. I don't see that uh, now that we've got 1207 uh, uh, Texas Avenue open our event space, we're going to be focusing on getting more activities going in that. But I think the uh, the larger issues of, uh, of uh, sports-related tourism is well underway. Uh, the, uh, the I think it's a junior track and field NCAA is going to be here, mm-hmm. or they, I, I don't remember the background of it, but sure. it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, I guess the U.S. competition is going to be here in the middle of summer, and that is a big deal. Uh, the MS-150 is coming back again. Okay, that's I good. Think, yeah. I think you're seeing more uh, 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 engagement, more opportunities, and I think that's true for both cities. Sure. I'd probably be remiss if I didn't ask what's new in the uh, Post Oak Mall area, Macy's in that area. We're getting uh, getting interest in it beyond what we already have with the Texas A&M. Texas A&M is planning to move forward with their plans, uh, but uh, you know, at some point, we're going to have to say uh, there are other interests, and mm-hmm. we're going to have to make some decisions. But I don't see that in the next uh, two to three months. I see that six months down the road, maybe twelve months. But yeah. uh, but I, I'm not concerned about it. It's a strategic investment in a great location. Uh, the the land is worth more than. Than what we paid for just the, the dirt alone, sure. And we got a nice building on top of it with over 100,000 square feet. It's clear that there are areas where um, A&M and the cities, not only Brian, uh, not only College Station, but Brian and Brazos County, sometimes are in parallel. Sometimes they're headed in in other directions. Necessarily, is there a set time or format where you get together with A&M and they have the questions, or do they get in touch with you when they have well, questions? <clears throat> City city staff work together all the time. Mm-hmm. All the housing stuff, for example, it's it's just hand in glove right now because they've got their own uh, people. And Barbara Moore has been reconfigured in her role and works at least half time with those folks. So on that side, we're doing we're doing that regularly. City manager and the uh, the leadership at Texas A and M is. Uh, is, is engaged weekly by phone and, at, and twice a month by personal engagement. Uh, we, as a, uh, council members, we stay in touch with that and, and follow that. Yeah, I know that it seems like the president's office has restructured, certainly, to be more in touch on a regular basis. Yeah, I think so. And, of course, Susan uh, Balabina is in the uh, chief of staff role, and she's on your program once a month and sure. uh, gives you a good update and gives us, the public a good update. They are committed to community engagement, and I talked to, the, to President Welsh about that, and he is absolutely 
at being a citizen here for sure. eight or nine years. He lived here a while. He, is, he understands the city and, and what the city's trying to do and services we provide as a citizen. So he's 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 not just somebody that flew in and and dropped a, dropped in a parachute onto the campus. Right. So we've got a good uh, a good relationship there. Yeah. To circle back, that's why when you're yeah. putting in the yeah. light standards yeah. and things like that, he gets slowed down yeah. in traffic just like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to uh, talk about the coming year. Yeah. Uh, strategic planning is coming up. Right. Uh, we've got lots of interesting issues. Uh, I think related to policy, infrastructure, facilities. Uh, and what we're going to be doing about that. Rec Center, uh, Convention Conference Center studies will be coming in. Uh, we've got policy issues like uh, the criminal versus uh, civil code for enforcement of on our occupancy, mm-hmm. which we've committed to uh, looking, reviewing, and that'll be coming up. Because as uh, it stands right now, you have the criminal option, certainly We have there. a criminal. Criminals in place, but right. we'd like to consider a civil uh, alternative to that, which means that it's, a, it's, a, it's just a different environment. Uh, we don't know all the pros and cons. That's what the staff is working on. Uh, but we see a lot of other cities use a, a civil code, which then means that people who caught with violations don't have a criminal record. Uh, but we can enforce it, and it's a and we can enforce the fines and get behavioral change by getting people's attention that way. So to the best of your knowledge, does that take a charter change, or can council just uh, make I that don't, change? I don't have the details on that. That's sure. what the attorneys and, and uh, city staff are working on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Sure, there'll, have, there'll be ordinance. We'll have, to, we'll have to change the ordinances regarding that code enforcement on occupancy uh, significantly, and that'll, you know, unintended consequences, you always want to make sure that you're not doing something that it's going to come back to bite you later. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's certainly a big thing. So that's a big policy issue coming up that we'll be working on. You've got the road construction that you just mentioned. We're starting two more of those mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of places. So that's a big deal. And then facilities, rec center uh, uh, and uh, convention center. And uh, somewhere down the road, our motor pool operations are going to have to probably be relocated, not this year, but in a few years, and a new fire station. Mm-hmm. That's strategic planning. That's it. All right. Anything else this morning? Yeah, I just wanted to remind folks that um, that this weekend is um, MLK Day, which mm-hmm. means uh, city offices will be closed on Monday, but trash pickup will be on the regular schedule. That won't be delayed. And uh, let's see what else Colin's got uh, for me here. <laughs> uh, i got to get back to Colin. But, okay. But, um, Friday night, uh, Lincoln Center has a, a MLK recognition uh, uh, program going mm-hmm. on over there, and uh, uh, well, and uh, also on Monday is the MLK walk from Sadie uh, Hawkins, Sadie Thomas, Thomas. Park, mm-hmm. over in Bryan to Rudder High School. It's going to be cold that morning. Yes, it will. And that's hopefully the sun's shining, okay. so we can just all bundle up and and do that. Go to cstx.gov for spring. Uh, sports uh, uh, signups. Mm-hmm. Those are all available and uh, online. All right, good. Thanks for the time this morning. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here to fill in for the congressman. There you go. <laughs> John Nichols, he's the mayor of College Station. Visit the mayor's on Wednesdays. It's our community segment brought to you by McCafferty Electric. They light up your life. About 10 minutes, Chelsea Infomaniacs. I appreciate the uh, mayor kind of expanding and filling in. Yeah. yeah. He's flexible. He is. He really, uh, well, and uh, he has. He's kind of become a radio professional. Yeah. He really mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we got a couple who could, you know, could uh, probably fill in if they needed to. Just oh, come in and yeah, like, do an yeah. hour with us sometime. Well, he listens regularly. He yeah. does. So which, uh, yeah, that which helps. Is that helps very, a ton. Very, yeah. very helpful. Because if, you, uh, if you're just on it, but you don't listen, you don't know what we do the rest of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So tell me what you think about this. Okay. Uh, 
So I know you just finished a book, right? Your first book of the year, I right? I did, yes. And what was that about? It was uh, it was called Tom Lake. It's yeah. by Ann Patchett. And it's basically a mother telling a story to her three daughters about her, not childhood, but young adulthood. Okay. Um, and it was basically about a summer that she dated a future movie star. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So why'd you choose it? I love Ann Patchett. She's okay. one of my favorite authors. Yep. This is her newest book. It also was on Reese Witherspoon's book club list ah. last year. It was making a lot of lists. And so we thought it would be a good, it, this was our book club pick of January. Okay. So, and you know, and I, I did read the description and also found it interesting. Um, it also actually ended up being a pandemic book, kind of like it took place during the pandemic. That's why all her daughters are at home is because they had to be. Gotcha. And so they're filling the time with this story of her adulthood. Right. But um, but yeah, so anyway, there were a, a few different factors that went into it. Right, so somebody wrote uh, the following in a private Facebook group for women who share dating stories and advice. I found that grabbing coffee on a first date is just perfect. It's quick. It's affordable. And if there's no spark, then we've invested, we haven't invested too much time. Sure. Here's an interesting part. For the next date, I suggest them going to the local library. Mm. Hear me out. It says, a guy's response to a library date speaks volumes. It's intriguing to see if he's thrilled about it or if he's puzzled. Is he an avid reader? Or does he question why we're headed to the library of all places? Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people sit down and read a book anymore, especially guys. I'm drawn to men who read books and can engage in conversations about what they read. Plus, libraries offer more than just books nowadays. They're cultural hubs for various events and activities. What we're talking about, they're about to have an, ex uh, an exhibition uh, in the College Station Library mm -hmm. on Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. The real fun is... It's ongoing. I mean, it's going on yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, the real fun is in exploring the shelves together. Mm. A simple yet revealing adventure, seeing how he reacts to different titles we discover... It tells me so much more about him. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, mean, that, if it's, I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if it is something you're looking for in a partner. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, I would I would love if I found somebody who loved reading, you know, even half as much as I do. Mm -hmm. um, and if they were, you know, and also just the willingness to do something different, you know, to go to the library and check it out, even if they're not a super avid reader. Yeah. But if they just shut it down immediately, then it's like, oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> and that part, that part too. But even at the end there, the way you described it as even if you're just perusing the aisles uh -huh. and, and you point out a book and maybe he says, you know, oh, no, that's not for me. You're, you're learning a lot about what. Yeah. Because your personality kind of comes out in the books you like, too. Absolutely. I so. mean, you could say the same thing if Blockbuster still exists. Sure. Yeah, like yeah, a right, movie yeah, like store sure. versus just scrolling through Netflix yeah. or, or whatever. But yeah, you, you do. You learn a lot about somebody with the media that they consume. Yeah. Because as they, if, if you open up that part of the brain, and it depends on how old they are, but if they've had a favorite author from the past, they yeah. go, oh, hey, do you like thus and so? Yeah. Again, even if it's insights. Even if it's, you know, going back to what you read as a child, you know, sure. and things oh, yeah, like that, point. you yep. know, oh, Shel Silverstein, I love him, you yeah. know, and that brings up a lot of memories. So, yeah, that could, that would be very interesting. And you, you learn, you also, like, for instance, like me and even Hannah, it's like, you, you learn over time, it's like, wow, we read a lot of the same books as kids. That's as, fun. Like the same exact, like you just said, Shel Silverstein and even, you know, some of the, the chapter books and okay. stuff. You're like, oh yeah, of course I read that. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. And you don't even notice it until later in life, whatever, like we've got a kid now and it's like, 
oh my gosh, I remember this book as They're a kid. <laughs> and yeah, Hannah's like, I had that book as a kid. Those yeah. books still exist. Maybe, yeah. And then maybe it's it's it comes a lot with parenting. Like her parents definitely read to her a lot. And it so you kind of you kind of go to those people that you had the same you know, likes as before and books say a lot about sure. that. There you go. Hey, look back to 2023. How many nights of perfect sleep did you get? How Ooh. many perfect <laughs> nights of sleep did you get? According to new research, average U.S. American gets a perfect night's sleep 132 times per year. Okay, so about a third? Mm, yeah, about okay. a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get good night's sleep uh, 120 nights a year. That leaves 113 nights that are either bad or somewhere, mm. or maybe no sleep at all. I don't know. Yeah. So it breaks down like this. Uh, so 36% perfect sleep, 33% good sleep, 31% bad sleep. Okay. But you got some left in there that, that are not good. So stress and anxiety about health and upcoming tasks are the main reason that people think they're struggling to sleep. Mm. Now, one of the things they don't mention here about struggling to sleep is not sleeping in your own bed. Oh, yeah? I mean, I think that can be a problem. Sure, if you oh, travel yeah. a lot. Absolutely. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Certainly, if we've traveled some lately and found that... That can be a problem. Absolutely. You get you get used to that, and if you can't take your own pillow with you or whatever. Sure. Yeah. And do, do you sleep worse when you're out on the, like, when you're traveling? No. You, I'm, you're fine? I'm fine. It's, okay. really, it's really more uh, for Jackie. Okay. Now, the other thing is I can remember scoffing at the idea of pillow menus. Oh, oh yes, in can, hotels. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, you could ask for firm or soft. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if I ever actually saw the menu, but I've definitely been to a hotel where all four pillows were very different yes. on the bed. Okay. So you could at that. least just choose which one you liked That's the best. so yeah. interesting because for me, if, if I'm traveling anywhere, it's not the bed. I don't care. I can sleep on the floor yeah. for all I care. It's the it's, pillow? If it's a too soft of a pillow. I, I hate those down pillows. Oh. I just don't oh, okay. sleep well with them. I like a really firm pillow. Yep. And, and I feel like in most hotels and houses you're gonna get a softer pillow yeah. it's probably more popular yeah and so that's that's what bothers me yeah well that and so there you are and and i, I don't know I, i'm i don't think i stress very much about anything anymore but you know yeah I'm i, I know. read something really interesting the other day about how we aren't bored enough like we don't embrace boredom enough yeah. and i know we've talked about it on the show a little bit but one of the key things was when you're bored you have time to think and so a lot of us when we go to bed it's actually the first moment of our day where we have time to think because we've been so busy or we're 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 filling that boredom with cell phones and screens and things yeah, like that right. so then when you finally go to bed and you have time to think that's why all your thoughts are racing through your brain right. where if you had given your brain that window of time before bed, yep. you would have gotten oh, wow. through all those thoughts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, that is really makes a lot of sense. Interesting point. You need to give yourself time, give your brain time to go through all of those yeah. thoughts. That way, when you get to bed, you've already thought them, you've already done whatever you need to do, and now you can truly just go to sleep. Sure. Yeah. That's it. So... Um, and there's a we, whole other, you know, there was so much more about why else boredom is important, but that was a big key that yeah. I took away from it. That's it. Well, yeah, Jackie and I both own businesses. We don't anymore. So a lot of the things that you had as stressors before, right. you don't have now. But say, like, we got a candidate's forum coming up, okay? So I'm going to have to moderate that. Well, I am just back from vacation when I do that, okay? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm going, I'm gone for a week before that, so I have to come back and be absolutely prepared, which means I got to do it now. Yeah. I got to oh, right. prepare for that now. Right. But I'm glad I'm doing that because I've got time to do that. Sure. And if you have a task that's coming up, then doing, you know, you know whether yeah. it's that or something else. But those are the kind of things that, you know, keep old people up. It'd be nice for me people. to know when that it's going to be. What's that? The Candidates Forum. Oh, oh, you don't know. I, have they not <laughs> announced that? 
I don't know. Oh. I haven't heard anything yeah, about it. It's because February 12th. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Good to know. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. Because well, usually I have to go to those. Oh, that's right. Well, there you go. So you, <laughs> you might want to put that on your calendar. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to work really I have, hard. Don't worry. I have your vacation on my calendar, Scott. Oh, we've got that. Yeah, we've got that. All right. That's good. Well, that takes up most of it. But anyway, yeah. that, but that way we know. And, and we promise we're going to be done by 8 o'clock. So that'll be pretty good. All right. As long as you don't stand around and chat, uh-huh. then everything should be fine. Yeah. Right? Okay. So a Florida man is being accused of, I don't know, channeling uh, Jameis Winston. He stole $400 worth of crab legs Man, from Winn-Dixie. They're Dixie. expensive. I yeah. mean, you looked at that, he they said if Jameis could do it. <laughs> and they do, they have Winn-Dixies there. 33-year-old Kurt Becker arrested for shoplifting Friday morning in uh, Delta in, California, in Florida after a cashier saw him leave the store with bags of crab legs. Oh, come on. I know. He was reportedly uh I didn't want to show up man. to the party empty-handed. That's yeah. right. So I got to do that. I brought the crab legs. <laughs> yeah, all right, we're back to Bride Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.